Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. What, what, what? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm wearing my Happy Hour t-shirt. Yeah. This is the happiest of Happy Hours. What with the, oh lordy, there are Kevin McCarthy tapes. There are. But also, we wanted to make this week's Happy Hour a tribute to, uh, I'm telling you, speaking of Tucker tanning his testicles or whatever is going on over there, our sexy liberals come with their their balls pre-tanned. Yep. Uh, they're high T. We have the highest T, highest testosterone, yes, sexy liberals. Malcolm Nance, as you may have heard uh, this week, the big story was he joined the uh, Foreign Legion mm-hmm. and is fighting with the Ukrainian forces yep. against the genocide uh, perpetrated by Russia right now. And Dr. Erwin Redlener is over in Poland. We spoke to him live as well. He is uh, dealing with the refugee crisis, yeah, uh, yeah. including of uh, you know children coming into, pouring into refugee camps in Poland. So um, I, how proud are we? How proud are we Very. of our two uh, beloved regulars and sexy liberals? And so if you miss these interviews, you gotta, you got to hear them. Um, just amazing stuff. And uh, also... Celebrate, have a little drink of Schadenfreude (laughs) over Kevin McCarthy strongly. I would say strongly in the most Mr. Spacely way possible. I. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It was Liz. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Okay. Which is fun. Come on. Happy, happy hour, everybody. Enjoy. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Oh, hi. Good morning, Malcolm Nance. <laughs> well, good Late afternoon for me, yeah. and good uh, morning for you. As someone tweeted this morning, if you ever have to buy a drink or your own dinner again, we have failed as a nation, sir. That's right. <laughs> um, so I know we have a little... Oh, my God. Well, look out for failure. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have a delay here, but uh, I know I hope you've seen some of uh, Twitter because uh, it, we are all just so proud of you and so terrified for you and uh, hoping to put a pr- uh, protective shield around you. So... Um, talk to us about what you're doing and in case people have not heard and how you're feeling this morning. Okay. Well, for those of you who listen to the show, you probably noted that I haven't been on in well over a month. Yeah. And, you know, it was a little hard going to Travis every week and going, nope, secret mission. Yeah. And he goes, is it, is it something you'll have to kill me if I tell <laughs> yes. you? And I thought, well, technically, yeah, <laughs> but, um, but but I refrain. Um, I'm uh, I'm uh, in Ukraine. I left uh, uh, MSNBC. I let my contract lapse. I walked away from a rather substantial contract and uh, a pretty large annual income uh, in the news media and podcasting, all that world, to join the Ukrainian army. Uh, I'm a member of the Ukrainian, uh, the uh, International Legion for the Defense of Ukraine, which is commonly referred to as the Ukrainian Foreign Legion. And I am a legionnaire. And uh, it, uh, the reason that I'm on air is because it was decided at some pretty high levels of government that I'm, you know, a special snowflake uh, because they didn't want me to be out somewhere where you know, I would stumble into Richard Engel and an NBC crew on some battlefront or some near battlefront area. And then, some, you know, somebody in media go, hey, that's Malcolm Nance. And then the story would break in a negative way. So the yeah. Ukrainian government decided to, to break this in a very positive way. Um, let me tell you some things. The, the Ukrainian uh, legion, the international legion is the best kept secret in this country. When you're reading all these articles about foreign fighters and Americans that are over there, you're not reading about the Ukrainian international. You're reading about people we call freelancers who came here, didn't make it in the Legion, couldn't join, didn't want to sign contracts. And then they just went off and joined these territorial defense units or the Georgian uh, units. Uh, The Ukrainian Legion is an actual combat force. It is populated with a lot of Americans. I mean... You know, I can't tell you the numbers, but they're in the thousands and uh, including men and women. It's equal opportunity because a lot of women have combat experience, but it requires every every person have combat experience. They double vet you and then uh, they train you, exercise you and then uh, send you out to the battlefront with Ukrainian army units. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> just sorry. I've had a lot of loss lately. I just am uh, okay. Uh, you just, but as you put it in many uh, arenas, you said, I'm done talking. And I loved your quote to the Daily Beast. You said, Also, if anyone gives me any flack, just tell them to shut the up since they're obviously who've never been in combat. Con- combat. The Legion only takes combat vets. So, you know, I, I know I don't know if you under, understand the timing. You have been over there, but Tucker Carlson has literally been doing segments about men with low testosterone tanning their balls, and <laughs> I, I'm sure you've seen a lot of pictures of you alongside Tucker Carlson uh, in terms of you showing uh, what what manliness yeah. looks like. I guess right. I saw that when I, I I went. You know, I retweeted. I have the best fans because somebody put that image juxtaposition up what which was mine was i'm done talking and the other one was i'm tanning my nut or tan your nuts (laughs) 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 what is going on back there i know i've only been uh you know five weeks yeah and you know what it uh, took for me not to divulge a secret about what you were doing so i but i have to say people spotted you first in this interview on NBC, as the Russian missiles were landing right behind you, to which I would have defecated my pants and run away so fast. I And you were so calm explaining exactly what was happening, and the missiles were landing right behind you. I, I, yeah, about a quarter of a mile behind us, they they destroyed a, a car repair body shop, tire center, and car wash, killing five of the six people who were there. Yeah. And it's the first time that they had used these caliber missiles against anything other than a major infrastructure. And we thought they were hitting the, actually the train station. And the reason I was calm, because I had heard the first explosion, yeah. but I didn't hear a jet engine. So I thought, oh, artillery training is happening somewhere around here. Because, you know, they, it's very similar to artillery. Yeah. Then the second time I heard, I go, is that a jet? You know, and I thought, and I, I was talking to the Ukrainian fixer. I go, have you ever had a Ukrainian fighter plane around here flying? Because, I, I, you know, they grounded the fleet because of the air defenses. And then I realized when I saw the, heard the second thud, I go, oh, that's a cruise missile. I literally said, that's a cruise missile. Yeah. And then I said, they come in threes. Actually, this flight came in fours. Yeah. And we could stand there and then you could look at it. It's a little doodle bug looking thing this little white streak with black wings fly right over the building. As we were standing there, it was actually falling into the buildings right behind us. So, you know, that's the nature of this war. But the the strike also showed us the nature of Russia's desperation uh, because they didn't hit anything of real military value. Whatever they thought they were getting had moved. Uh, There were no secondary explosions. Uh, which is very well known because the media was right there. We were there actually. I went to the NBC, uh, you know, NBC crew, and um, and then you know the, that whole segment was done so that you know they were came and had, they were filming the safe house that we were in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they, we've since moved. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, which is not so safe now, right? Yeah, uh, like, Malcolm, so, you know, you I know you obviously is a passionate defender of freedom and democracy. That's what you've been, you know, talking about for so long here. But, you know, you've said the same thing I've said is this. This is not really a war. This is a terrorist attack against a sovereign nation. It's a genocide. And, you know, you were just saying that, you know, you are there to defend the Ukrainian people, period. Right. Yes. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, if you saw the extended video when I was on Joy Reid, and by the way, <laughs> the, the criticism of me going on Joy Reid is just phenomenal. But, you know, I said my friends were dying as the invasion was happening. They were bombarding them. And um, it's it just utterly amazing that, that people don't understand that there are things bigger than yourself in this world. And I had been yeah. defending American democracy this last five years against, you know, what's going on in the Trump administration and the right wingers here. And now we have that on a mega scale where the Russians are calling for openly on their their national TV for genocide in Ukraine, the elimination of the culture, the elimination of the language, the elimination of any people who do not comply. I am quoting a Russian state sanctioned television program uh, that was actually hinting to nuke the city of Kiev, and that would eliminate, you know, um, Ukraine's democracy all at one time. They are utterly mortified and terrified of democracy. Yeah. And you know what? I wasn't going to sit on my butt and, you know, point to the big board and, and not do anything about it. So the minute I got back, I started planning. I got all my military equipment I've had for, dec- you know, for years together, and I, I actually bought enough for the Legion of, and it, to outfit an entire platoon for the Legion. And I came right back and joined the Legion. Yeah, yeah. I, I and By the way, uh, speaking of criticism, uh, someone named Amanda tweeted, whoa, I just heard uh, regarding Malcolm Nance that during the Trump transition team, he applied for a job in the administration, sending his resume <laughs> through folks who knew him from JSOC. He did not go anti-Trump until he got turned down for a job. <laughs> Many such cases. And you just put a lot of laughing emoticons and you said cool story bro so i applied to the trump administration and was pro trump in 2016 someone clearly didn't read plot to hack america or watch tv <laughs> i mean it's not like this is secret information that you were anti-trump it's the world where everyone is pro trump and that when you get you know the only thing you could do is be disgruntled and people are these right-winger fantasies my favorite ones are the critique of of uh, what I was wearing and the weapon I was carrying. And, you know, it was two in the morning, right? okay, to do Tory Reid's show. Uh, curfew's 10, 10 p.m. So I was with military personnel. There were six other armed people around me because it's, it's a secure location. Um, you know, uh, we had to use white light at night. So if it looked like I was blinded, I was blinded. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I cleared that weapon three times and somebody's like, you didn't seat your magazine properly. Well, <laughs> two in the morning at zero at 32 degrees yeah. Fahrenheit in the middle of an air raid, which is why I was wearing my helmet. I was going to wear my fleece. Oh, my God. By we all means, there. let's focus on optics and not that you picked up a rifle and went to <laughs> Ukraine to put your own life on the line. Let's focus. No, no, oh, my so God. The haters okay. are going to hate. Yeah, haters going to hate. You no, know, but. You know, like I put that picture of the army recruiter, you know, pointing to the chair. It's like, join up. Yeah. Or STF. Yeah. Uh, or STFU. Yeah, exactly. Real quick. If any of you are under, you know, my age, super physically fit, uh, combat veteran, and you want to fight to defend democracy, job is here. The yeah. Legion will take you. Go right to the fight for UA dot org website and you can join the legion and you will be stunned at the number of americans here just absolutely stunned 
Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of high testosterone Tucker fans that are listening right now and are going to join up any <laughs> with, second with now. Very as soon as balls. their balls are yeah. tanned, I'm mm-hmm. sure they're going to sign right up. Um, Malcolm, you mentioned nukes real quick. You tweeted, caution the new Russian obsession with using nuclear weapons or claiming they will be is uh, uh, used as a form of projection no sober adult should contemplate. They're talking like it's a viable option. This talk I cannot fathom. Watch these dangerous discussions very, very carefully. I mean, what is terrifying is, you know, that he's losing. Right. And bringing in the guy that was known as the butcher of Aleppo as the new head of the I mean, uh, clearly these war crimes we're seeing on a daily basis. I mean, do you have a fear of chemical weapon, nuclear weapons? Do you have a fear of that as the the more Putin's losing and the more desperate he gets? I had a fear that they would use chemical weapons in Mariupol and they still could. But, you know, God bless Julia Davis. You know, she's that Russian uh, analyst who takes all these clips from these panels that are the, the Kremlin's hand-selected personal, uh, you know, panel of analysts and politicians and ex-generals. And what they're saying is what the Kremlin wants them to say. And they have been saying for the last week or so that nuclear weapons are viable. They should use nuclear weapons to clear um, the Kremlin, uh, clear the city of Kiev. And I suspect that they view that if they were to use a small tactical nuclear weapon on Kiev, that it would only produce as much fallout as, as Chernobyl, which is right up the highway from, uh, from Kiev. And it's becoming terrifying. I mean, I, I, no sane adult should be using these words. None. There is no viability for nuclear weapons. And now they've done this thing in the last day where they said, England is going to prematurely nuke Russia and give them the, you know, the, the so that Russia would be forced to nuke Kiev. And it's this bizarre fantasy world where they, it, it's like they want to do it. Yeah. And they think that this will clear this whole problem. Certainly after the sinking of the Moskva, the slaughtering of three combined arms armies, and, you know, the force that they have in the field right now can be beat, can absolutely be beaten. But yeah. the Russians have a mindset now that is dangerous, absolutely dangerous. Malcolm, you're obviously using your military expertise directly to help Ukraine now. But, you know, technically, you're still a military analyst here on, on uh, you know, for, for our show, at least. What, what is your take on, you know, where what the state of the war is now and where it's going? And is Ukraine getting enough from us are there i I think you've talked about specific types of weapons with us before Mm -hmm. uh what is your analysis of where we are and what should happen now well right now the russians are doing a push for push for a town just south of kharkiv um which which is interesting because they had taken this town in 2014 uh uh and they are pushing south and north on a ukrainian salient on a little bubble of Ukrainian forces, and they think that they can cut them off with, you know, high quantities of artillery, just raising villages to the ground and and you trying to get their armor forces to break through. I say on television, those arrows that point up and down from Luhansk and down from Izumi, this town they're assaulting from, those are just arrows pointing to tank graveyards. Uh, the Ukrainians are fighting bitterly. They're defending. This is just kicked off yesterday. It's a major component of the war. If the Russians win and they take uh, Slovyansk, then, you know, the Ukrainians will have to fall back and start attriting them again with, with javelin. 
I think that the Ukrainians have the capacity to beat them. In fact, the Russians have um, uh, one good analyst on, on, on Twitter actually identified that the Russians have one road for resupply. And if the Ukrainians get back there, whether it's special forces or partisans or just the Ukrainian army pushing forward, they'll be surrounded. So the Russians are taking a big gamble, uh, you know, but Putin seems to think that uh, this, you know, this, this commander who's a, you know, a butcher is going to do it. But if Russia loses, then I think they'll just they may go to chemical weapons or nuclear right. weapons. I just don't know. Yeah. The Kremlin is really crazy. Well, yeah. can I just say you are one of the early you know, only military analysts that early on said Ukraine can win this. And now you're putting your money where your mouth is. And I got to say, Tulsi yeah, Gabbard was just on Fox News, not just being a Putin apologist, but saying she's for the don't say gay law. And it didn't it doesn't go far enough in Florida. So you were right about Tulsi. Yep. You've been right about pretty much everything what, since the get. What's that? Yeah, they're on. I said, wait till she starts providing color commentary for Russia today from yeah. the Russian side of the battlefield. Oh my God. Um, okay. Well, listen, a lot of people are tweeting the picture of us at some red carpet event saying, I'm going to lose all of my gay entirely when you come home. But we were thinking <laughs> just, we were saying just for publicity, I've got to meet you in Times Square and we have to reenact the photo of, of the, the, sol- kiss. the soldier yeah. coming home and the famous kiss. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Malcolm, please right. please come home. Please stay safe. We are uh, all right. obviously all rooting for you mm-hmm. and all so proud of you, okay? Okay. Well, we'll be in touch. All right, honey. See you Thanks, next Malcolm. Weekend. All right. Thanks, Malcolm. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right now, live from Poland, from a refugee camp, is our beloved Dr. Erwin uh, Redlener, who is uh, walking the walk, talking the talk as usual. Hey, good morning, Doc. Hi there, Stephanie and crew. Uh, Yes, I'm here uh, at a very large refugee center for uh, Ukrainian refugees who are being housed in what used to be or is actually an exposition center, and they've turned it into a refugee refugee center. It's quite incredible. Thousands of people uh, are... Uh, staying here until they figure out where they're going to go for their next step. And many people leave here and, uh, well, some people arrive here having no idea what's going to be happening in the future. Are they going to stay in Poland? Are they going to go to another European country? Some are coming to the United States if they can if they can manage that. But it's a very traumatic and difficult uh, time of great challenges, especially for all these moms who are, have to leave their husbands the dads, the dads are home in yeah. Ukraine, uh, mostly fighting, and uh, moms and the kids are here. 
trying to figure out what where they're going to go and what they're going to do. Incredibly difficult time. Yeah. You had tweeted at meetings yesterday in Warsaw that you were saying you're trying to get a handle on what's happening with these unprecedented numbers of Ukrainian refugees flooding into Poland and the region. Um, and as usual, you just said, you know, as a, pedi- a pediatrician for many, many years, you said very concerned about the futures of displaced kids sent out to safety, to sent to safety from war zones, especially those sent without parents. So there are right. some kids there with neither parent, correct? Well, you know, first of all, you know, I spoke with a with a mom yesterday. She was holding an infant, but she she had come at business to a different center with her baby and a seven year old. The mm. seven year old is traumatized deeply. They were coming up from a small town not too far from Mariupol, and they got two days out into their journey, and they encountered serious combat with oh. bullets flying over the place yeah. the seven-year-old was deeply traumatized and you know here's the thing what the refugees need first of all they need shelter they need safety they need food water the basics but what i'm concerned about is that these children need psychological support yeah. the moms need support and the kids need to get back into school back into a routine and back into a neighborhood where they can you know uh where they they can yeah. restart a life and this is this is the big challenge here. And the place I'm in right now is called the Patak Center, uh, just outside of Warsaw, in Warsaw. Uh, a phenomenal place. This, this place was converted into a massive shelter in a matter of hours. I was speaking to the leadership here, and uh, they got a call, and they said the first busloads are coming here in two to three hours. And they converted a warehouse-looking exposition center into a into a refugee center, which is which is incredible, which and also reflects the the generosity of uh, Poland and its people. They've absorbed at some point, you know, well over uh, two and a half million people here. A lot of people, some people are going back, many people are moving on, but uh, to be the way station for this wave of humanity is really extraordinary. Just extraordinary. Yeah, I can hear them. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah, you hear them. Yeah. Yes. Doc, um, we've discussed before your level of concern about uh, COVID on top of all this, that they were a very low vaccinated country. They had just gotten their vaccine before all this war broke out. I mean, obviously, these are the worst possible conditions for everything. Um, Is that another concern for you? It is a concern. I have on my wrist here my uh, mask. And Kazi's going to yell at me because I should be wearing it. But um, I said, so this is Kazi. He's the vice president of the organization. Hello. Hey there. And, uh, <laughs> Hello. Stephanie Miller, uh, the host of this big show in, in the U.S. Very big. Oh. I was just singing your praises. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I think he's but, got more uh, important things to do right now. But <laughs> thanks, Doc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for short introduction. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you're you. Very- is it a yeah. musician? No, no, she's a, ra- she's a, she's radio? a radio host. Yeah. Radio. But it's also TV. It's also stream all over ah, the country. Yeah, yeah. Radio. Some all people radio. think of me as a musician. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know, my, my, my favorite was the Stevie Wonder, the Edwin and Fire in September. Yeah, so September. <laughs> Big Earth, Tam Wind, La and Fire Moto. fan. Tam yes. This is yeah. my age. I'm the fire in Earth, Wind, and Fire. Tell him. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm not. Hey, no. Kate. Okay. So, Doc. But, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So the, and the COVID situation is very complicated here because uh, a lot of the reception centers are not actually testing people. Yeah. And so it's not clear. And there's a lot of Ukrainians and obviously everybody's crowded together. And it is definitely a concern. 
Hopefully it won't be too bad, but we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, Doc, I got to get your take on what's happening here. So as you know, the DOJ is going to uh, appeal this yeah. unelected, uh, unqualified Trump judge that has decided, you know, for 330 million Americans that uh, uh, masks are no longer necessary. So what it is was, your... Go ahead. It was stunning. No, it was... I'm reading that report. I, I can't believe my eyes. What the hell? You know, it's like we're trying to... We're trying to prevent something horrendous. We have scientists working on policies that are being promoted by the CDC and every legitimate science scientist there is. And this Trump appointed judge has the audacity to make a ruling which is affecting the lives and well-beings of millions of Americans. It's pretty crazy and uh, distressing. Yeah, sure. I mean, and as somebody pointed out, have people forgotten that the way that COVID spread in the first place globally was via infected airline passengers? I mean, yes. there you are overseas, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah taking a, a jet plane someplace is a pretty quick way to bring your COVID to my city. And, yeah. you know, who needs that? Yeah. Well, and Doc, I mean, I, I think just the very fact that the Center for Disease Control is no longer in charge of, you know, uh, controlling disease, <laughs> according to this judge. I mean, this is very significant going forward, right? Yeah, that we are... a terrible precedent. Yeah. What kind of precedent is that? But, um, man, oh, man, so many things we have to worry about and fix. And, uh, you know, it's one thing at a time. Uh, it's not the reality. It's everything at once Yeah. Uh, that we have to deal with. And... Um, you know, just the foreign policy objectives dealing with what's going on with Russia and Ukraine is massively important, as is dealing with the refugees. And then we have COVID, and then we have the January 6th uh, mm-hmm. uh, follow-up. I mean, uh, is your head spinning? Mine kind of is. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. Well, you know, Andy Slavitt, who you know, I'm sure you've probably worked with, yeah. said, you know, the CDC recommends Justice Department repeal judges or an eliminating mass mandate for air travel. Yeah. Appeal, he says appeal should be successful. If there's a, a sane world, but he said, if not, the consequences could be significant, potentially preventing later public health measures, which, as you yeah. just alluded to, is what, yeah, yeah. you know, not just in the we're still in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, but going forward, the fact that, you know, that, that, that some unelected judge is, is in charge of public health and not the CDC is uh, what's chilling. Horrendous. But um, anyway, I, Stephanie, I'm, I'm going to have to. I, I see that you have to go. Yes, <laughs> I can hear that. Yeah, yeah. But listen, I really appreciate being able to speak to you all uh, yes. from here. And, uh, Is there any way that, that someone here can help? We'll do. Is, is there you. is there any is there any way that that people here in the United States can help what you're doing over there? Absolutely. Why don't I? What I'll do is I'll email. Yes, because small donations, large donations, they're all helpful. And uh, why don't I get, I'll get back to you with an email and some information about what people can do. Okay, and we'll put that out on our social media. Absolutely. Docs, stay safe, and uh, okay. and thanks for uh, for being our hero, as usual. Bye, guys. Thank All right, you. Thank bye. You. There he goes. Aw, that guy thought I was in Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's so cute. What? Oh, maybe he listens on SiriusXM and he sees the picture of Stephanie Mills. That could be. You're the fire in Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, yes, I put the fire in Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's just burning. Or the wind, if you count the fart jokes. Hey. (laughs) That was funny.
Okay, can I just say, how proud are we of our sexy liberals? Yeah. yeah. How sexy are our liberals? Malcolm Nance and uh, Dr. Redland are just uh, doing the Lord's work, right? Like, but, uh, just walking the walk, talking the talk. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.